Hi, welcome to Band Practice. I'm Emma. And I'm Madison. And today we're doing an episode that I'm so excited for. It's all about manifesting. We're going to call it kind of a manifesting 101, a little a little starter pack, everything that you need. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with manifesting. I feel like it's definitely gotten popular nowadays with lucky girl syndrome and being delusional. And we've probably all seen the TikToks talking about it. But yeah, we're just going to dive a little bit deeper and tell you guys everything that we know. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is something that has always been like a mutual passion of Madison and I is throughout our friendship. So it's also cool to have kind of our stories intertwine throughout the years. But we're super excited mm-hmm. to chat about this. But first, um, we just want to like catch up with each other. What have you been up yeah. to, Madison? How's, how's the last week update. been? It's been good. I don't have anything too exciting other than I had a wrist appointment. This isn't Ooh. exciting for anyone but me. <laughs> but um, I don't have to wear a brace now. I still have to wear oh. it like when I'm being active or like, you know, lifting things, stuff like that. But like day to day, I don't have to wear one. So that's exciting. Um, ooh, also, I did my own nails for the first time ever, like Gel X nails. Oh my gosh. Which is really fun. I've been saying I'm going to do that for like ever. I was telling Ben the other day, I was like, yeah, it just makes sense because like I'll save money. It'll be fun. I can do them like exactly how I like them. And he's like, you've told me this at least like eight times. Like <laughs> over the past six months, you literally gave me this spiel like eight times. And I was like, I know, but this time's different. I ordered everything on Amazon. And it was honestly really easy and like really fun. So I think I'm going to start doing my own nails. I am going to need you to give me the lowdown on that because when I was Mm -hmm. getting ready to record, I like was plugging in my blow dryer and somehow it like ripped off part of my acrylic and my like real nail started to bleed. And I was like, this is it. This is the last straw. These puppies are coming off and (laughs) I'm going natural. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So I want to, yeah. I want to, or gel X because I feel like that's not going to cause pain, right? Mm-hmm. No. And it doesn't it's like damage gentle. your nails. Yeah. When yeah. you take them off, my nails were wrecked from acrylics mm-hmm. and I couldn't find that many good places in Arizona that did gel X. And if you do find a place, it's so expensive, like yeah. way more expensive than acrylic. So I was like, frick it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> if I you want it. something done right, you got to do it yourself. <laughs> but how was your weekend? You went on a little... A little cabin extravaganza. I did. I went on a little excursion. I don't even think that's the right <laughs> word, but um, my boyfriend's family has a cabin um, a little north of Payson in Arizona up in the mountains. And it wasn't actively snowing, but there was a ton of snow on the ground. So it was nice to have like a nice pretty winter experience um, compared to Phoenix, which is like actually already hot already. Mm-hmm. And I built my first snowman. At the ripe age of 25, I was just having the best cozy time. It was so nice. Yeah, it looked beautiful too. I thought it was like an Airbnb that you guys rented. I didn't know that it was his cabin. It looked so nice. It was so nice. Yes, it was like an A-frame. It had a huge jacuzzi tub, which we are bathtub girls. Bath time is our favorite time of the day. So I was living. (laughs) Should we have a little sun's corner? Oh, there's a lot to talk about. This is actually Phoenix Sun's podcast for Mm. the next two minutes um so you know we were born and raised in phoenix so but i would still say i'm kind of a bandwagon fan i started watching during uh, the playoffs (laughs) like two years ago um but i've been a huge fan of the team since and the team hasn't changed that much since i started 
but mm-hmm. we just did a big trade for Kevin Durant and we traded a handful of players, but two of them were like my all-time favorites, Mikhail Bridges Same. and Cam Johnson. Cam and Johnson I was obsessed with. I, I he was my favorite. He's so like cute. Like he has like kind of a baby face and it's like, oh, but he's like literally our age. But mm-hmm. he's also just so fun to watch. Like such an underdog, like super underrated, but an incredible player. I have his jersey and now I'm like Oh, I didn't know that. I know. Dang. Yeah. You're a real fan. I was a real fan. I would literally call him the baby. Like me and Ben used <laughs> to always go to the games. My family has always been Suns fans, so I like grew mm-hmm. up going to the games and stuff. And they had season tickets this past year and we would steal them sometimes. <laughs> and um, I would literally like anytime he scored a point, I'd be like, yes, the baby. <laughs> Everybody around me would be like, uh. <laughs> no, but that's literally. Just, I call him the baby. Like he's just the cute little he baby. Is. And I'm I'm devastated that he's gone. It's so hard. It's like my first time in sports experiencing like the loss of of players from your your home team it really is so sad and obviously mm-hmm. Kevin Durant like is probably going to help carry us to like the finals <laughs> and I get that but it's like the little family is broken up but at least mm-hmm. the two the twins get to go to the nets together so yeah I digress sweet. anyways for our fans, you probably just <laughs> yeah. skipped right through that but for our Phoenix girlies our yes. Devin Booker fans. Yes, Devin Booker. I can't believe we didn't utter his name yet. <laughs> I know. I was trying to. I was trying to behave. I was trying to be polite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm crying. I guess if we're ready, we can just jump right into to manifesting. Our first kind of intro to the topic, I guess, is what is manifesting for those that maybe don't know anything about it or just aren't super familiar. Um, Manifest itself, like the word, just means to create. So kind of what manifesting in your life means is just like creating your reality through your thoughts and your thought patterns and like your goal setting and what you tell yourself and all of that. So it's kind of like um, calling forth what you desire in your life through your thoughts, if that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like manifesting kind of becomes popular in different stages of pop culture like if you remember back when we were kids I remember the secret was huge Mm -hmm. and then cut to now like lucky girl syndrome is a really big trendy topic on TikTok so Mm -hmm. I feel like it's something that's always been there and even like thousands of years ago it's like rooted in Chinese medicine and just like the idea of energy and vibrational energy um, and kind of a relationship with human and the universe Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like it's it's not a new topic but there's like new iterations of implementing it into like your life. I remember back in the YouTube days, we would always watch like Stella Ray and Cardia. I forget her last name, but there was like a couple YouTubers that made a ton of manifesting content. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what got Emma and I into it like way back when. I remember when we kind of first started watching those videos and like really kind of, I don't know, picking up the the concepts and ideas. We were both making YouTube videos, like you said. And so I remember using it to like manifest social media growth. I remember I was like at a stalemate for a while with my channel. Like it was not growing. In fact, it was like, I was like losing subscribers every month. <laughs> happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah, it just happens. Um, I remember like the one month I actually actively tried to manifest was like the one month 
out of years that I actually saw growth in my channel. And I was like, whoa, there's something to this. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like once you tap into it, it's like easy to kind of stay on that path and like get super, super into it. But then it's also easy if you take a step back, you kind of fall off of it, if that makes sense. So I feel like I go through waves where I'm like super obsessed and implementing it in my everyday life, like all throughout the day. And then there'll be weeks or months where I like don't really think about it. And then mm-hmm. every time I pick it back up, I'm like, damn, like this is legit. Like yeah. this works. The craziest <laughs> stuff happens when you like really put your mind to it. I already told Emma this story, but I'll, I'll tell it on the pod yes. to you guys. Um, we were talking about doing this episode and I was kind of like reflecting on how manifesting has helped me in the past and like different, different stories that we have. And we have so many crazy stories where we've manifested things like down to a specific date or down to a dollar mm-hmm. amount or down to a follower amount. And it was like so crazy to see how specific you could get. And I was like, oh, like nothing like that has happened to me in a long time. I feel like I need to put more energy into it and like get more specific. And this was on Friday. Today we're recording on Sunday. So this was just a couple days ago. And I was um, driving to my wrist appointment that I mentioned, which is like a 30 minute drive. And so the whole time I was thinking about manifesting and just reflecting and I was like, okay, I'm just going to put it in the hands of the universe. Like whatever happens, happens. But I really want a fun story for the podcast. (laughs) I want a recent, a recent manifestation story. And so I walked in to the doctors and normally they're just like, hi, Madison, like the doctor will see you in a minute. I've been to like 10 appointments over the past six or seven weeks. So Mm -hmm. I kind of knew the drill. But this time she called me up to the desk and I was like, what? And she was like, "Um, you have a balance on your account. Um, You owe this amount of money. I guess I'll just say it's not a big deal, but Mm -hmm. it it was $375, which I think some of it was being covered by my insurance, but then like I had to pay a little bit for each appointment and it all added up to $375. And it's just one of those things where it's like a cost that you weren't expecting. So it's just kind of annoying. And so I was like, okay, whatever. Like, what can you do? I'm already here. So I'll just pay it. But I was kind of annoyed and I texted my mom and I was like, mommy, like (laughs) I just had to pay (laughs) the doctors hoping she would like send me money but she was like oh that's a that's a bummer <laughs> I was like damn it um and so that was right when I got there and then I got called back did my x-rays and I was waiting for the doctor to come in so this was like three to five minutes later like literally barely any time had passed and my mom texts me again and she sends me a picture and so I open it I'm like what's this picture it's a check addressed no. to me that came in the mail for 378 dollars from a previous medical bill that I had overpaid on and then got reimbursed. I don't know even what it was. It had like no information. It was just literally a check with my name on it for the wow. exact amount that I just paid and a couple dollars extra. The universe was like, hee, like I'll give you some change. Get a coffee. Just, yeah, just for giggles. <laughs> Which was just it was like the weirdest thing that's happened to me in so long. And it was just crazy that it was right after I was thinking about manifesting and I was like, universe, please give me a funny story. So that was something that happened. <laughs> That's so, so wild. Uh-huh. She- it's always crazy when it's like um, specific amounts or something. Like what yeah. are the chances they would reimburse me $378 for a medical bill? Like I don't even that know where that happen. came from. No. Yeah. And also something to be very transparent. I've been like stressed about money, just being a big girl and like moving mm-hmm. states. And uh, it's just like. Oh, stressful sometimes. Yeah, always <laughs> and, stressful. 
Right. Yeah. And I feel like I go through phases with manifesting like abundance mindset and money manifestation stuff. But lately, I've just kind of been like, damn, living is so expensive. Like, this is crazy. And so one of my intentions that I set when I was thinking about this episode and stuff was moving back towards that abundance mindset and just being like, I don't know where money is going to come from, but it's going to come to me in random ways. Like, I'll find it. I'll find it on the floor. People will give it to me. I'll like, like, I don't know where Mm -hmm. it's going to come from. It's just going to come. And then it literally came with a random check in the mail. Like that's actually never happened to me before. Yeah. It was crazy. (laughs) That is so wild. No, I remember when I, I learned that during the pandemic. Um, So I was living with my aunt and uncle um, in my college town. And um, during the pandemic, like once COVID hit, we all were like shut down in the house, locked in. And my Mm -hmm. uncle is actually super into manifestation and like has so – he like it's his whole lifestyle. It's actually really incredible. And we started this book club (laughs) with this book called Think and Grow Rich. It's by Napoleon Hill. It's a very, very – popular book, but we started to read it and I was kind of like stressed about money too because I got laid off from my college job. I had just mm-hmm. graduated. Like there's no jobs to get during COVID. And I just genuinely had no effing clue what, <laughs> what I was going <laughs> to do. But my uncle encouraged all of us to create some sort of like money goal and like set a date and just say like the amount and like try to come up with ways that it could come to you. But I like really learned that the universe will find find a way. If mm-hmm. you like really set your mind to receiving this amount or whatever, like it it can just come to you and you don't need to know where it comes. I remember like that first week that I had started manifesting, I like got this random check in the mail from my school. It was like I think $500 or something, literally just because COVID happened and I had mm-hmm. like FAFSA or something. I don't know. I had no email that it was coming. It just like showed up on the doorstep and I was like, okay, all right, I'm getting through the next few weeks. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. And that's when I finally realized like the abundance mindset. There's something to that because if you put enough positive energy and determination to it, the universe can can come in clutch and, and bring it to you. Mm-hmm. Also, another book I've read pardon my French, it's called Rich as Fuck. I forget the <laughs> author. Um, but it like is all about money manifestation and abundance mm-hmm. mindset. And I feel like I've known about that concept for a long time, but I never really dove into it until I think I read the book like last year. Um, so like I was graduating and I'm like moved out and it was just like the perfect time in my life to learn about mm-hmm. money and like how to kind of approach it. And yeah, brought up a lot of like new, interesting mindsets and stuff. So I would definitely recommend that book if you're interested. I love it. Now I feel like we should get into some tips and tricks for the people. We've been talking a lot of talk, but now we can kind of tell them (laughs) how to do it. Yeah. How exactly we implement it in our life or like what it looks like to actually manifest because I feel like that's such a broad term. So a first really big way to kind of implement manifestation is using visual aids. So vision boards are a huge way to manifest. I feel like this is a very kind of accessible way. Like this is something a lot of people do, whether they maybe believe in like this high level of manifestation or not. I remember actually in elementary school, I think my mom had read The Secret and she had us, all of us kids, make vision boards. Oh. It was really cute. <laughs> oh, that's so, so sweet. Yeah. Um, 
So making a vision board, what does that mean? Like you can do a physical one. So getting like a poster board or even just like a piece of paper and you can cut out pictures and words, just visual aids that you feel attached to the certain goals or desires that you're wanting to obtain. So say it is money. Maybe you attach literally a picture of money or like a screenshot of like a bank account with like a high number in it. Or if you're wanting to manifest like physical health or like in a implementing healthier habits. You could put, I don't know, some healthy foods or an image of someone working out or doing yoga or something that like you feel motivates you and inspires you to continue to feel passionate about your goals. Mm -hmm. Um, And another way that I know Madison and I are really into is making vision Pinterest boards. So rather than doing, oh yeah, baby, (laughs) um, a physical board, we just make a Pinterest board called like our vision board of the year or season and just pin a bunch of pictures that again, inspire us. And I actually made one into a lock screen for my iPad with um, different representations of kind of my focuses of the year. Um, That way I can see it like every day and always be reminded um, of what I'm kind of working towards. Yeah. I think it's a good way to kind of keep everything in the front of your mind too. I also set it as my iPad lock screen, (laughs) so I see it every day, and it just, like, makes you feel inspired and um, brings you back to, like, the why of why you're doing the things you're doing because you want this end goal, and yeah, I think a lot of people really love, like, physical visual aids, Mm -hmm. like you were saying, like, a poster board or things like that, which I've done that before, but I honestly don't. (laughs) do it that often I more so do like yeah the Pinterest vision boards which I love and -hmm. also uh like mental visualization exercises I think are really good as well so you could do like a little meditation if you're into that which I am but if you're not um you could also just like you know before you're falling asleep at night or if you just have Mm -hmm. some free time like honestly just daydreaming about your dream life what it feels like what habits you have, what you do in your day to day, and just like, yeah, visualizing your highest self and how she acts, what she does, um, things like that it can all be very powerful, even if it's all just in your mind. I am, I'm a lover of uh, daydreaming. Mm-hmm. Do it all the Same. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would sometimes I'll like put on like a classical music playlist or those. What are they called on YouTube? Those like. Like, high vibration uh-huh. or like the hertz like, is that how you call it yeah, hc like, i think so it'll be like different frequencies yes yeah. sound frequencies mm-hmm. and yes. i'll even like set a timer if i like want to do five minutes or 10 minutes or like however long and i remember i used that method a lot to get um my first job out of college and i would just like envision what it's going to be like to like have that job what are some cool things i'm going to do like what's my relationship with my boss or my coworker is going to look like. And I remember daydreaming like a very specific scenario where I was going to lead a workshop at our um, conference that we had. And that wouldn't normally fall under my um, job title, but it somehow actually happened when I got the job and I had to fill in for someone and I ended up leading a workshop and it was terrifying but I was like whoa I literally dreamt this and now it's happening (laughs) it's crazy yeah it's really crazy I feel like recently too um I've wanted to move out of Arizona for a long time and I feel like I always said like oh I hate Arizona like I want to move Mm -hmm. and 
it just never, I mean, I moved a couple times like for a little bit, but it never really stuck. I always ended up back in Arizona. And then like before this last time I moved, I kind of shifted my mindset to like, I love Arizona. Like I love my friends and family here. I'm so grateful for like all the time I had here, but I Mm -hmm. am going to move. And so kind of like changing the verbiage can be really powerful. Uh, I feel like we haven't mentioned this yet, but when you're manifesting, it's also very important to do everything in present tense. So like allowing yourself to really feel those emotions as if it's already happened or it's happening to you right now. Um, So yeah, I kind of changed it to like planning to move and like I didn't know where I was moving or what date I was moving, but I was going to move. And like I told people I was going to move and yeah, I just kind of like accepted it as fact. And then Ben ended up getting a job in a city that I love and we moved. So yeah, I I don't even know where I was going with that, but. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, like being more positive and like being very mindful, like you said, of how you're trying to manifest something. Like, I don't know, even just don't limit yourself to like something really easy or attainable. Like it's okay to like be quote unquote unrealistic and delusional. Mm-hmm. And like, there's just like simply no reason that you can't obtain the things that you want. And even looking at it, like if somebody else in the world has done it, say you want to start a successful business and you're like, you have limiting beliefs that you're like, well, I'm the type of person mm-hmm. that I have this type of job. I make this amount of money. And that's just like my lifestyle. That's who I am. That's what I do. Those are all limiting beliefs that are keeping you in that place. But if you look at it like so many people start businesses, so many people are successful, so many people make this amount of money. Why can't I? You start to realize that there's literally nothing different. Obviously, like this comes from a place of privilege as well. It's going to be easier for some people and some people might have the path carved out for them a little more, a little bit more. And I totally acknowledge that. But if somebody else can do it, there's nothing different from them to you that makes it so you can't do it. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Like, don't be the thing that gets in your own way from at least wanting and dreaming of of something better that you want for yourself. Don't Mm -hmm. be the one that limits yourself. Make sure you're not getting in your own way sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I also think something that I've been realizing a lot lately is the only thing that determines like who you are or what type of person you are is the narrative that you make about yourself. So like if you're telling yourself that you're not productive or you're lazy or whatever, like then you're probably going to act unproductive. You're not going to like go above and beyond in things. But if you're telling yourself, I'm the type of person who gets up in the morning, I work out, I have a healthy breakfast, then you start doing those habits and that is who you are. The only thing stopping you from being who you want to be is yourself in a sense, because you can literally choose your habits and choose who you show up as every day. Um, I saw a TikTok about it actually. And this girl was like, I think people need to be reminded that you can enter a new era at any time. Like if you're like, Ooh, this looks so fun to like take a pottery class or something. And you're like, that girl is so cool for doing that. Um, babe, sign up for a pottery class and go, then you're the type of girl who takes pottery classes. And that's like part of your identity. You can kind of just like, yeah, create your own reality and, and do whatever you want to do. There's really nothing stopping you. (laughs) I really love what you brought up about identity because I heard that somewhere recently and really took it to heart, especially with kind of my recent attempts at changing my, my lifestyle in terms of health. 
I feel like mm-hmm. I'd always say statements like, oh, I'm so unhealthy or like, I don't know, I'm lazy because I didn't choose to work out today. But even just like simply changing the way I'm framing that, like it's not my identity, but maybe it's just one decision. Like, I don't know, like maybe what I ate today wasn't healthy, but that doesn't mean I'm an unhealthy person mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like saying, oh, I am healthy because I did this. So like never framing the negative aspects or decisions um, or things that you think about yourself as your identity. Kind of separate those because mm-hmm. in some subconscious way, it, it'll limit you. Mm-hmm. I also think oh, we're going to get a little hippy dippy here. And like, I feel <laughs> like you can take this in any way you want. I feel like manifesting could be literally just psychology and science and like goal setting and stuff if you want to go that route. Or you could get a little crazy and like believe that the the universe is listening or whatever like okay I literally wasn't even going to talk about this but I just remembered uh Emma and I at the beginning of the year the first full moon (laughs) I I texted Emma and I was like I want to do like a little fun full moon ritual in honor of 2023 like let's do something so I googled it and google said to Google said to make moon water. So you like fill up a cup of water and put it in the moonlight and let it get charged by the moon. <laughs> okay, when you say it out loud, it sounds silly, but in the moment, I was it was like a science experiment. I was like casting a spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we like wrote little intentions on a piece of paper and put it under the moon water. And it's like, do I really believe that the magical moon is charging this water and it's gonna like make all my dreams come true? Maybe a little bit, but like also yeah. it's just, it's just fun. <laughs> and like I feel like it gets you into a place of gratitude and a place of positivity that like, yeah, you don't have to do all the crazy stuff. Anyways, my point was, I forget what it was. <laughs> it's like the universe is always listening, if that makes yes. sense. So the things that you say about yourself, they're going to become true because the universe hears you, or if you want to say, like, you just tell yourself and you yeah. believe it, but whatever. I'm going to say the universe or God or whatever you want to believe mm-hmm. in. Um, the universe hears it, and like, you have to be mindful of the things and the energy that you're putting out because that's exactly totally. the energy that you're going to get back. Like Emma was saying, if you tell yourself, oh, I didn't work out today, I'm so lazy, you could reframe it into, like, I want to do something that betters myself, but my body isn't feeling like working out today, I'm going to stretch instead, or I'm going to make dinner instead, or like still putting energy into yourself, but just in a different way, I feel like definitely reframes it in a more positive mindset that's still beneficial for you. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have had my crystal girl moment, my hero <laughs> moment. Um I I definitely have done things where I'm like, is this actually witchcraft? I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. like you said, like kind of take whatever resonates with you and stick with it. I think even if you don't believe that, you know, this almighty universe is listening, like I'm pretty sure it's scientifically proven that like the things you think and the way you speak about yourself and your life affect how you feel and like your own personal experience on this world. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, like, sure, this stuff may not heal, you know, your mental illness or physical ailments or clear up any trauma or any sort of issues in your life, but 
these things could, you know, make it easier and more bearable to like go through life and to kind of always have something positive to think about, having different habits that allow you to reflect on the good things that have happened, to feel gratitude, and to always kind of be working towards something that you feel will make you happier and enjoy your life a little bit more. I don't know. That's kind of how I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like it is scientifically proven. You're right. (laughs) Um, I feel like a lot of this has become so mainstream that it's like now been actually well-researched and implemented in psychology. Like I know uh, when I was in college, I uh, got my health coaching certification through my university and we like learned a ton about psychology because it's a big part of coaching, but um, we did like visualization exercises and we like wrote out our highest self and like, you know, all of that stuff. We did it at a university, like from a professor Mm -hmm. that has a degree in whatever, but like, yeah, it definitely, we can do the witchcrafty stuff. We can do the moon water, but at the end of the day, like it is just a fact that how you speak about yourself is going to come to fruition in one way or another. Another way that you can kind of implement manifestation is through writing and like we're saying like speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a big thing that I like to do, I have actually a special little journal that my family got me. It's like handmade by someone in California and it has like actual crystals stuck to it. And it's like my sacred manifestation journal. I like (laughs) firmly believe anything I write in there is going to happen. So I'm like, okay, I have to use these pages wisely. But um, I like to kind of write down, I don't know, like a mission statement for myself. Like I'm trying to think like recently I've had one about money. Like I cannot wait to have this amount saved up by this date. Um, It's going to feel so good to have this money and to have this kind of financial peace. And here's a few ways that I think that it'll come to me, but I'm like open and accepting of what's to come, like something like that. And reading it out loud, like once a day or like every night, every morning, and just kind of like always keeping it in front of my mind. And hit my mic. And (laughs) I think it's also helpful to always attach feeling to the things that you're trying to manifest, especially when speaking or visualizing it in your head. Always think about like, what does it feel like to have this? Because I feel like that's just adding even more positive energy and kind of amplifying those those beliefs in yourself. And frankly, that's not going to hurt. It can only really better it. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of an optimist by nature. A lot of it comes naturally to me, but I know a lot of people like Ben, my husband, for instance, is kind of a pessimist. (laughs) He's not always the most like confident or positive about things. And so uh, he has a skate video coming out and it's like 30 minutes long and there's, it's like a real premiere at a venue. So like everybody's going to be there watching it. And he's like, oh, this is my worst nightmare. Like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like so scared. And so literally yesterday I had him do like a a manifestation exercise with me. (laughs) And and I had him do the 369 method, which I wanted to Mm -hmm. tell you guys about. Um, I know there's like an actual journal that is the 369 journal. I don't have it, but that's great. If it's something that you want to, you know, put Mm -hmm. a little investment in, I feel like people kind of shit on like the 369 or the five minute journal or whatever, because you kind of can just make it yourself. But yeah, something that's like, I feel like a common theme about this is the power of placebo. 
Like, yes. Like, if you want a cute journal and, it, and it's going to motivate you to, like, write in it in the morning or do it every day, then spend a couple extra dollars on it. Like, don't let anybody totally. stop you. Um, I'm a big believer in the power of placebo. But anyways, the 369 method, uh, I feel like it's – I don't think it's the same in the journal, but I saw this a while ago on the internet, and I've been uh, implementing it. So uh, you can either do it all at once, or I like to do it – do the three in the morning, the six in the middle of the day, and then the nine at night. So for the three, you write down basically your goal, what it is that you want, what it is that you're trying to manifest in the present tense, all of this in the present tense. Um, and then for the six, you write down why you want it, your like intentions behind it. And then for the nine, you write down how it makes you feel. So like we said, the feeling is definitely like a super important part. So that's why you right. write it down nine times the most. Um, so say you're trying to manifest a job, you hate your job and you want a different one. Um, you'd write down three times in the morning, I have an amazing job. And then you'd write down six times in the middle of the day, uh, why you want it. So I wrote down like, it brings me stability and financial freedom. This is all just an example, you know, it's all going to be personalized. But then nine times at night, you write down, I feel grateful, secure and fulfilled. And I feel like the doing it throughout the day is really good. Um, yeah. Because it like always keeps it at the front of your mind and, and fresh in your mind. So I had Ben do that. <laughs> and I don't know what he said. He did it all in his mind. He, he did not share it. But at the end, he was Love like, it. I do feel really good. Like, I am excited. Aww. You're right. And so, yeah, even if, you're, if it doesn't come naturally to you or it kind of feels like silly for you to do, I feel like it still benefits you so much. You just kind of have to allow yourself to feed into it and, you know, believe it. I love that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like so when you're first starting out, it can feel silly. And sometimes you can catch yourself being like, is this even going to work? Like, you know, kind of limiting yourself already, but it's never going to hurt you or anyone else to at least try and create some sort of habit or action to kind of like better your mental or physical space. I mean, mm -hmm. why not at least give it a go? With the placebo thing again, like that's also evidence-based, like it's well-researched. Yes. People take the sugar pill and like they have amazing results. And so even if you feel like it's silly to be so confident like you're not used to doing that or it feels silly to be so quote-unquote unrealistic with your goals because you're used to kind of thinking in the box and keeping it super realistic if you allow yourself to truly believe it and just like if you have any limited limiting beliefs like is this even working or like this isn't real just try your best to be delusional with it and just be mm -hmm. like no this is working because things work out for me that's just how it yeah. is like this is just this is just what's going to happen. Yeah, really allowing yourself to feed into it, I think, is like the key. Because if in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, this ain't working, then it's not going to work because you're not allowing exactly. yourself to believe it and live it. So yeah, right. be delusional. <laughs> if you don't think that you can or deserve to have it, then the universe isn't going to listen and give it to you. Like other people are going to kind of feel that energy. I mean, there's mm -hmm. so much exchange of energy in the world. Like even without speaking, we can kind of pick up on how someone's feeling, you know? So mm -hmm. I think it's important to just kind of always keep it positive. And our minds are so powerful. Like I truly feel like there's nothing we can't do. Like there's so much untouched and untapped power in there. Like you'd be surprised what you can, uh, you can manifest up. Definitely. And I think 
a big part of it is confidence, but also gratitude mm-hmm. um, and being grateful for like what you already have and being great experiences that you're going to have after you manifest what you want. Um, I think that's something that like a lot of people don't have naturally being grateful because it's just the society we live in, man. Yeah. <laughs> but like really feeling grateful and living a life like led by gratitude, people are going to feed off of that as well. And if you're confident and grateful, people are going to believe you and you're going to believe yourself. And yeah, it's just going to make the whole process. I feel like expedited if you just right off the bat are like, I'm grateful. I'm confident this is what's going to happen. 100%. And I feel like you can also start by like controlling what energy you surround yourself with. So whether Mm -hmm. that's people or even like on social media, like who are you following? What kind of content are you consuming? What kind of podcasts do you listen to? Movies, shows, what books are you reading? Like you can, there's so much content and media out there. Like you can also find extra resources to kind of keep you motivated and inspired or to like learn new ways to bring this positivity and powerful manifestation into your life that like suits you and your needs. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm so affected. Everyone is, but I feel like I notice it a ton in my own life, just being so affected by what I consume and like the Mm -hmm. people that I follow online and the videos that I see And if you're constantly surrounding yourself with like hater energy and like you're on Reddit like subgroups or like you're (laughs) you're on uh, pop culture gossip, not to hate on pop culture gossip because we do it too, but in a positive way. Like I'm saying if you're like, I don't know what even is out there, but like body shaming, like negativity Mm -hmm. or anything like that. If you're surrounding yourself like that, that's just going to bring you down. I feel like when I... And more intentional about what I'm consuming and who I'm following and who I'm being influenced by, it helps me so much. And like even finding um, manifesting specific or like psychology specific podcasts or Instagram accounts or anything like that, just like, yeah, being mindful of what you surround yourself with because it's going to seep into your thoughts. And like, I feel like nobody likes to admit that your parents were always right when they they told you (laughs) growing up, like you are who you surround yourself with or whatever. But like growing up is realizing that all of that's true. (laughs) Absolutely. Obviously, yeah, the things that are in your life and the the people that you're talking to, the things that you're listening to, it's going to affect your own thoughts. And the whole point of this episode, your thoughts affect your reality. So, yeah. Exactly. I feel like on TikTok (laughs) – a big thing that I know is on both of our For You pages is like tarot card readings. Mm-hmm. And it always <laughs> makes me giggle. But then like they say something really positive and nice and I'm like, wow, that's actually so true. Like the universe is trying to com- trying to communicate to me right now. And mm-hmm. it's like silly, but in the moment I'm like, actually that kind of put a little pep in my step. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always get those. And I will like literally text it to Emma and be like, claimed. <laughs> because they're always yeah they are a little I guess they're a little silly you know they're just for funsies Mm -hmm. it's like a tarot card or tarot card reader on your for you page is gonna predict your future um probably not probably not but but if you take that information and you're like no I am a star like Mm -hmm. I am so powerful blah 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 whatever like um affirmations they said and then you take that into your own mind and you start telling yourself that then maybe it Maybe it could work. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. You never know what could happen. The opportunities are limitless. Mm -hmm. I also think something that you can like implement now 
um, is just setting time aside in your day. I feel like Emma mentioned earlier, setting a timer for like a visualization exercise, even if it's just two minutes, five minutes, whatever, however much time you have, um, setting out time specifically to manifest, to visualize, to set goals, to just work on yourself is really important because I feel like it can be overwhelming at first, but if you break it down and you're just like, okay, every morning I'm going to sit down and I'm going to journal for five minutes, or I'm going to lay in bed for an extra five minutes and visualize my dream life. It's like, everybody has time for that, you know? And it's like very manageable when you put it that way. Um, So I think, yeah, don't get overwhelmed by it. If you're listening to this and it's like all so much information and and you've never done it before, just start by setting aside two extra minutes in the morning or at night or on your lunch break or, you know, whatever time you have throughout the day to get specific about what you want and just focus on yourself and put energy into yourself and give yourself the time and the love that you deserve. You and your dreams and goals deserve this kind of attention like like you said it's it's hard sometimes actually to like start really big and like try to implement all of these big things at once but when you just start small start like 2 minutes a day even just for one week and see how it affects you like it's definitely worth a try and i feel like mm-hmm. that's that's a little negative homework for everyone listening to to try a new technique um for the week and just see what happens mhm I think it is like trial and error too, because there is so many different techniques and so much information out there that you kind of have to figure out what works for your mind, but also your Mm -hmm. lifestyle. Like not everybody's going to have the time to the time or the money or the resources to go on like a wellness retreat or something that you probably see people on Instagram doing or whatever. But like maybe you want to have a little collage night with your friends and like make a visualization board or you love meditating and you like want to, you know, set a goal around meditating every day or a couple times a week or whatever it is, kind of figuring out what works for you mentally, but also what works in your schedule and in your lifestyle and, and what really like clicks for you. Absolutely. It's like the saying, the best workout is the one that you can stick to. Like that same concept applies. It's definitely a big thing in like health coaching too. People want to set really big goals and Mm -hmm. like completely turn their life upside down overnight. And that may work for a week, but it's not going to work long term. Like you can eventually get there, but you have to start with little baby steps and yeah, focus on like one thing at a time and get comfortable with that and then add the next step. So yeah, I think that can be implemented here as well with just like starting small, like we said, whatever you can do at, at first and then getting more comfortable with it and adding on more and more until, yeah, your mindset has shift shifted uh, in a dramatic way over time. I feel like at first, for me, it was like just really fun. And I don't know, I didn't really notice that much at first. But then looking back from like high school or whenever we started, mm-hmm. my mindset overall is completely different. Like I'm a different person than before I started oh. doing this, obviously, time has passed and stuff as well but just like my overall thought patterns and the way I speak to myself and the way I view the world and what's possible is completely different I think just take the first step and and eventually it'll all add up and you'll be like dang yeah I will say overall I am my happiest most inspired positive like nicest person when I'm kind of like on my a-game with this kind of stuff And I feel like 
that energy hopefully like pours out of me into like the people surrounding me and hopefully I'm just like a nicer, better person to be around. But I'm certainly happier when I'm doing all of this and I definitely notice a difference. So take that with what you will. Definitely same. I feel like, yeah, I'm a lot more grateful, a lot more positive. It can be hard at first to rewire your thoughts. Like if you're used to speaking about your life and yourself in such a negative way, it can be really hard to let go of that and like reframe your thoughts. But Mm -hmm. after a while, it almost just becomes like automatic. Like I just wouldn't have those negative thoughts anymore. Like my mind just would not go there. I mean, of course I have Mm -hmm. bad days and I like have my little depressive episodes. (laughs) Um, But even those, like I feel like the baseline is so much higher just because I have the groundwork of positivity and, and everything like, wired into my brain um so I guess that can be encouraging because yeah at first it can be hard but over time it just kind of becomes a part of who you are and how you view yourself totally I completely agree I guess what I would want to close out with is just to encourage you all to believe and care and nurture yourself and your mind and your thoughts your goals and dreams are worthy of all of this attention and energy. And I hope that, you know, you can start with believing in yourself and your your dreams and aspirations. And I hope that, you know, big, beautiful things are in your future, whether that's a successful career change, a job promotion, a lucrative savings account, who knows? But <laughs> all of it is is you are deserving of all of it and it's absolutely possible. Yeah. You're worth it. You're worth the time and the energy Mm -hmm. and you're worthy of everything that's coming your way. And to close off, I feel like a quote that has been really resonating with me lately is your direction is more important than your speed. So Mm -hmm. if you're not seeing like transformative moving the mountains, like changes overnight, just know that you're headed in the right direction and you'll get there eventually, but it's actually not your speed that matters. It just matters that you're, you know, taking steps in the right direction. Even if you're not racing there, you're still on your way. I love that. So yeah, invest in yourself, even like not in a monetary way. I mean, I guess you could, but like with your thoughts and your energy. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something or you're just feeling uplifted or re-inspired if you were into manifesting in the past, this can kind of, you know, kickstart your new journey. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. This is something that we're so passionate about. And I loved talking about this. I definitely yes. would want to do like more episodes like this in the future if you're interested. This was so fun. <laughs> That's all we have for today. Um, thank you so much for listening. And make sure to leave us a little rating or review in whatever platform you're listening to this. Um, we, we would just simply love to see it if it's positive. <laughs> Remember, think about the energy you're putting out into the world. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> Please be mindful. Yeah, the energy that you put out will come back to you. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> but yeah, um, make sure also to follow us on our social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at bandpractice.podcast. So if you just want to keep up to date with us, um, we post a lot of cute little graphics on there, mm-hmm. little Pinterest posts, just things that yeah are positive and uplifting. So if you want to see that or be included in future episodes, definitely follow us on those platforms. Well, thank you so much for coming to Band Practice. We hope you're having a good Wednesday and we will see you next time. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Mwah.